Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice, and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid, and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, Warrior. How are you going? I feel pretty confident that this, I probably say this every episode, but I feel pretty confident that today's episode is one that a lot of people are going to tune into because happiness during infertility. I bet there's some of you listening who are thinking that it is completely impossible to be happy whilst you're going through infertility or that what I am about to tell you, you know, is completely impossible. Like it might feel like it's not even in the realm of possibility for you right now. And I get that. Um, There's probably a lot of you questioning it. And I remember vividly moments of my journey. My journey is not a distant memory for me. My journey very much, I suppose, especially because I talk about it all the time, is always in the forefront and certain little stories and memories always come back to me and I remember how I felt. I remember when I first told my friends that we had infertility and decided to go to Mandurah for the night which is a little bit like about an hour and a half south of where I live and feeling so nervous the entire time because nobody had known what we were going through and we were at a fertility clinic with infertility, this whole thing fucking sucked. And I remember feeling so nervous and then just breaking down in tears right before we were all about to do, to drive home because I just couldn't tell them that entire time what we were going through and feeling that whole kind of night, you know, we're sitting outside and drinking wine and these girls, most of them had little children already And just feeling not part of it. I'm sure so many of you can resonate, but just not feeling like I could relate anymore to my friends. I remember so many nights when Ross would come home from work and find me just a mess, like a crumbled mess of a woman. Um, So I remember my journey very vividly and so much of what I'm telling you right now is really at the beginning of my journey and I know I talk about it all the time but I had my miscarriage and honestly felt like I couldn't sink any lower in the world but it was my wake-up call. It was a wake-up call that the way that I was living wasn't sustainable and I did find happiness and I found happiness before I fell pregnant So I know that like so many people will say, and I found happiness, but actually they fell pregnant at the same time. And that's actually BS. I felt happy before I fell pregnant. Whilst I was still dealing with infertility, I found that. That's at the core of what I teach in the Fertility Warrior Intensive Program, but I want to dive into that a little bit more today. So, you know, you might be wondering not only how to find happiness, but whether or not it's possible. I'm telling you, you can feel happy. However, what I'm going to tell you today before we start is that that doesn't mean that infertility is awesome. 
It means that you can be going through something really hard and really shitty and that drags you down all the time, that's a fucking drag, that you know constantly wants to suck you into negative emotions, but you can be going through that at the same time as living an incredibly happy life, like thinking that your life is fucking awesome and feeling just generally happy and on top of the world, like walking around and feeling like you want to smile, okay? So that's what we're going to talk about today on today's podcast. We're going to dive into five tips to find happiness during infertility and whilst you're trying to conceive, as well as how you might be subconsciously sabotaging your happiness. And some of these are themes that you may have heard me talk about again and again, but it always bears repeating, doesn't it? So, you know, if you've tuned in this long, you know who I am and I'm thrilled that you're joining me here. I have no idea where you're joining me from. We have listeners across the globe uh, for the Fertility Warriors. I can see it in my stats and some of you might be driving, you might be on a walk, you might be cooking in your kitchen. I'd love for you to screen grab this episode and let me know where you're from and what you're doing while you're listening to this episode. So then you tag me on stories on Instagram. So I'm at Robin Birkin, R-O-B-Y-N Birkin. I'd love to know. But let's dive in, guys. Here are my five tips. So number one tip is to start taking your life off pause. And I don't know about you, but I paused everything on my journey. I paused annual leave for work. I paused like going out with my friends because I felt like I didn't have a connection with them anymore. I paused going on holidays because I felt like my biological clock was ticking and that I needed to do every cycle as soon as I possibly could. I paused just generally all of the things that were bringing me joy in life. I paused a lot of exercise because I was trying to follow somewhat of a uh, traditional Chinese medicine approach. I was seeing this acupuncturist for a very long time and he said, gentle walking only. Um, And so that was kind of what I did. It wasn't the same. Are you doing the same thing? And so what I want to tell you is to take life off pause, but that taking life off pause doesn't have to look the exact same way as it did before. So maybe you went on a two-week holiday, you know, to some exotic location before, and that's not possible for you right now because things are stunning, but you can still go on a weekend away to wine country or somewhere like that, right? Um, And also, I know that fertility clinics and things like that push that our cycles are you know like our biological clock is ticking it's absolute bs your biological clock is not ticking as fast as they would make out one month is not going to be a make or break time but do you know what else is that chronic stress um, and i've talked about this when i've done my master classes before chronic stress can lead to this constant drip of cortisol our bodies when there is this constant drip of cortisol, are going to start prioritizing, okay, what do I prioritize here? Do Am I going to make DHEA? So DHEA is one of the key hormones for egg health and egg quality. Or am I going to make progesterone? What am I going to use these hormones for? Or actually, I've got cortisol that, you know, I need this constant drip of cortisol, so I'm going to make cortisol. Your body will always prioritize cortisol production. So the best thing for your fertility could actually be to take some time out to get yourself mentally well. 
because when you are in a chronic state of not being mentally well, that can then start to impact your physical health, including your fertility. So what do you want? Do you want to wait a month and start to, you know, like regain yourself? Or do you want to just go hell for leather when you are feeling like a complete train wreck and, you know, possibly not have optimized fertility and then have a cycle that's cost you tens of thousands of dollars and wasn't successful, okay? But let's go back to everything, which is your mental health and how you are feeling. And if you are listening to this podcast, you might be feeling really fucking unhappy. And part of that might be because you have put your life on pause. So as I said, you might be feeling like you don't have a connection with your friends anymore. So my answer to that is find some new fucking friends. We talk about this. We've actually talked about this several times in the Facebook group of the Fertility Warrior Intensive. And that is not having like that connection that you used to have with your friends. And it's hard. Some of these might have been your friends from high school or college or, you know, just generally your best friends. And then all of a sudden you're both in these like different life scenarios and you can feel like almost like grief, like you're grieving a friendship. And here's what I want to let you know as well, is that friendships can hibernate. It doesn't always mean that friendships are over. It just means that sometimes you're on just different paths for a little while. uh, And that's okay for you to hibernate some friendships in order to protect your emotional and physical energy. You only have a limited amount of physical and emotional energy. So you need to protect that. Uh, And that's okay. It doesn't mean that your friendship might be over forever. Some friendships come right back. They boomerang back. But sometimes when you're in different life stages, that can actually really make you feel sad to, you know, continue trying to see that person, even if you know, it's not making you feel great. So you could just, you know, like lower a little bit more of the communication or not see them as frequently, but then find some new friends and some new hobbies. Be a bit daring and do something a bit scary and exhilarating and do something like join a dance class or go somewhere to make some new friends, right? Sometimes in Perth, we have catch-ups for fertility warriors and It's scary to meet people that you don't meet. I'm always baffled, though, at how many people say, yes, I'll come, but then bail at the last minute. And because it's fucking scary to meet new people and to get out there. But we always have such a great time. And we went out not so long ago and we went to this place that was a Lebanese restaurant. Then all of a sudden this belly dancer came out and was trying to coax people from the audience. That was a really fun night. Like we came away from that night. We came away from that night very late because the belly dancer held us up for a very long time can I say but we all had a great night we had great memories and it was just nice to hang out sometimes with people who get it so my advice is make new friends go out there and try something new but take your life off pause what have you been holding off on because of your fertility journey Nothing like your fertility is not going to drop off the side of a cliff if you postpone treatment for a month and have like a month of Robin or whatever your name is, a month of Kathy or a month of Siobhan. Nothing is going to happen with your fertility if you just take a month for yourself and be like, you know what, this is the month of me and I'm just going to do a whole bunch of stuff that makes me feel really great. I'm going to take my foot off that pedal and just go hell for leather for myself. So just imagine how that would feel 
if some of the things that you've been putting off, that little weekend, dirty weekend away with your husband or, you know, going out and finding some new friends who have some things in common with you, how good would that feel? Take your life off pause, girl. So that's number one. So number two is to let go of how you thought it would happen. If you are anything like me, you're a total type A and you like to have the plan, you like to know the plan, you like to stick to the plan, right? But then if you are anything like me now, you know that the plan never goes to plan, right? So we can be really fixed on this plan of how we think things are going to happen. And I thought, you know, I thought I would conceive naturally or I thought I would conceive with my own eggs. And we get fixed just on the thought of how we thought it would happen rather than actually on what we really wanted, which was probably a feeling, right? You might want that feeling of nurturing something or someone, right? You might feel that that's your purpose is to take care of people. And it's very natural to want that at a biological level, but we have to come back Two, you know, often that we have this, I guess, it's called impact bias, that we perceive that the duration and the intensity of a differing scenario is bigger than what it actually will be. It's not as big, guys. So you need to let go of the how and just focus on what it is that you're searching for and let go of how it will happen. Just try to surrender a little bit. Like think of your hands right now as these clenched fists, right? What if you just changed that and opened up your hands to receive, right? Um, but when we get fixed on the way that we thought we might become a mum or how we thought we would become a mum, then when things don't go to plan, which things rarely go to plan, guys, then we get really fixed on that whole scenario, right? We get, it makes us feel crappy because things aren't going to plan. We feel like a failure. Well, if we let go of the how, then we don't feel like such a failure. Number three, stop trying to be perfect, lady, because perfection is a unicorn. Nobody's perfect. No one has the perfect diet. No one's doing all of the things you're supposed to do to fall pregnant. There is like 1,547 things that you're supposed to do to fall pregnant. And not everyone is doing all of those things, okay? Everyone fails a little bit. So it's the same thing as, you know, letting go of how you thought it was happen. It's this tight grip that you have, you know? And so if you can let that grip go just a little bit of perfection and if you are not perfect, roll with it. Do you know what? I ate whatever it was. I ate a chocolate croissant today. And do you know what? It tasted fucking awesome. <laughs> so that's just an example, right? Instead of saying like, ah, oh, you jerk, you ate a chocolate croissant, you ruined everything, your life is over, your fertility is over. Why don't you just be like, I ate a chocolate croissant and it was fucking awesome, right? Like, yep, I am... I'm going to get back on that wagon next meal, right? Don't wait. So don't say I'm going to get back on the wagon on Monday. Don't say I'm going to get back on the wagon today. But just be like, I'm going to get back on the wagon now and I'm going to enjoy that little indulgence without guilt um, because no one is perfect, anyone. Nobody at all is perfect. Number four, which is kind of along the same lines or is about what happens when you aren't perfect is to just be gentle with yourself and nice to yourself. 
We are our own biggest critics sometimes, aren't we? The way that we talk to ourselves, I am sure, is not the way that we would ever talk to our friends or our loved ones. And we need to be the ones who love ourselves the most and just generally be our biggest cheerleaders. So that's what I want you to do. Whenever you catch your inner dialogue or your inner narrative, I want you to bring that back to how you would actually treat a friend, right? How you actually think that you should be spoken to by someone else and whether that's appropriate for you to be speaking to yourself that way. You are going through something incredibly hard right now. Okay, don't discount what you're going through right now because it is not easy. It is something really hard. As I've said, perfection is a unicorn. It does not exist. And you might be expecting things that are really impossible and not normal or understandable of yourself. You might have these super high expectations for yourself that are completely unrealistic. Uh, And then, you know, when you fail, when things don't go your way, completely kicking yourself. Please don't. Please be really nice and gentle with yourself. Imagine yourself giving yourself a warm hug. Imagine me giving you a warm hug, okay, because when we kick ourselves, that's just one way that we're contributing to ourselves feeling really unhappy on this journey and kind of just hating ourselves. And when we, one of the last modules in the Fertility Warrior Intensive is a module on self-confidence. And that's because we have to talk about a lot of things before we get there. But on the same token, self-confidence or loving ourselves is possibly one of the most important things that we can do uh, is to just love ourselves, be nice to ourselves, build ourselves up, be our biggest cheerleader. So check on that inner dialogue, make sure it's positive and nice and respectful to yourself, just as you would would be talking to your best friend. So number five, uh, and this is one of my favorite strategies. We talk about this a lot, and that is to find your energy gains. So in number one, when I talked about taking your life off pause, we kind of touched on this a little bit. But you have things in your life that will drain your energy, i.e. going to the fertility clinic is always going to drain your energy. Social media, looking on social media obsessively, obsessively Googling, hanging out with friends who just don't get it or who give you the Spanish Inquisition whenever you talk about your fertility journey. All of those things, if you think about it, are probably quite draining. Sometimes it feels okay right in the moment, but then you just leave later and it's like you've got this hangover like you're really tired and you just can't get your energy back. Uh, And that's what I call like an energy drain. So then think about the things that actually give you life and that help you gain energy. You know those things and you come back and you've got a huge buzz. Is that dancing? Is that running? Is that Zumba? Is that going out for dinner with other fertility warriors? Is that, for me, it's like talking to you guys is, my, one of my favorite things. When I am recording podcasts for you, it gives me life. I get a buzz because I just love helping you so much. And I don't know why, but I, I love talking into the microphone to chat with you. And I hope you feel the same way. I hope you like listening to me <laughs> and can survive my Aussie accent and my swearing. But what are the things that give you energy, right? then I want you to think of those things. Write a list, right? Write a list of the things that drain your energy. Write a list of the things that give you energy. And so, you know, we come back to taking our life off pause as well. But what are the things that give you energy in life 
and then start trying to do more of those things. It's honestly as easy as that. There's so many more strategies that we teach in the Fertility Warrior Intensive, but those are five really great ways that you can start to feel so much happier with your life in general, so much happier about your fertility journey, which doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard when you have negative months, okay? Like when you get those BFNs, it doesn't mean that that's not going to happen. It doesn't mean that you're going to be like, oh, great, I've got a negative test. But it does mean that for the rest of the time, you might be feeling overall a lot more happy, a lot more positive, a lot calmer with your journey. So let's recap. Five tips to find happiness during infertility. Number one, take your life off pause. Number two, just surrender. Let go of how you thought it would happen. Number three, stop trying to be perfect. Number four, be gentle with and nice to yourself. And number five is find your energy gains and do more of them. I really hope this episode has been helpful to you today. I'm so grateful for subscribing and tuning in every week. So thank you so much for being here and sending you lots of love today. Oh, Nelly, don't go anywhere just yet. I need to tell you about a few more things before you go. The first one is that if you haven't signed up to my Ultimate Fertility Library, it's free, then you're missing out. I have a library of resources just for you and you can get access at robinberkin.com slash library. There are cheat sheets, ebooks, meditations, affirmations, and so much more, and it's all free. Head to robinberkin.com slash library to get access today. And lastly, warrior, I'm not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. I'm me. And this information is for information and inspirational purposes only based on my own experiences. So please don't substitute the information in this podcast for professional healthcare, financial or other advice. Always consult your own professionals first. And know that in the world of trying to conceive, there are no guaranteed pregnancy or other outcomes. If you'd like to know more about my terms and conditions, head to my website at robinberkin.com. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next week.